0: Okay, number one this afternoon. I told you yesterday about the trouble Star Entertainment is in right now. It's in a trading halt until Friday, and today posted a $1.3 billion loss. The company has also formally announced a capital raising. They need $800 million quick smart to lower its debt. They already have $80 million from their Asian business partners in Queens Wharf. Star's share price has incredibly fallen by more than 65% to dollar forty seven its market capitalization has plummeted from four billion in twenty twenty one to one point four billion since late last year. That is a hell of a fall. Keep in mind this is the company that has partnered to build queen's Wharf. The state government surely should be having a good hard look at them and should be worried they are the operators of the centrepiece that we've been told of the CBD of Brisbane for the next decade as we head towards the Olympics. And they've had massive dramas with inquiries for doing the wrong thing. Now they've got all sorts of financial trouble, and I'd be looking at them like a hawk if I was the state government. Number two, we all knew the Palaszczuk government has been significantly lagging behind its 2020 election commitment to boost Queensland police numbers by 1,450 officers by, by 2025. So that's what they said. But now it's been laid bare. Leaked internal staffing data shows the total headcount for sworn officers has grown by 92 so 12,319. See, what the government will end up doing in the end is saying, we put on the 1,450. No, no, no. The promise was to put have 1,450 more, including people who retired and quit. So 12,319 it stands at, and it's increased by 92 since the election. That hasn't kept pace with population all these extra people coming to live in Queensland during COVID. And the Queensland government as a service provider is desperately letting down the people of Queensland. Now, as this was happening this morning and being broken this morning, the government announced that the Queensland Police Service is now looking to recruit up to 500 officers a year for the next five years from overseas. So they're taking their search for staff abroad. The potential applicants don't need to be Australian citizens or permanent residents, but they need to be properly trained before being thrown into police stations across the state. In other words, they're looking for coppers for overseas. They'll resettle them here. As someone wrote you before, where are they going to live? Well, that's what we need. We need housing in Queensland. Number three this afternoon. Now, we're all grappling with soaring inflation. While that's happening, supermarket companies, airlines and banks are posting gigantic profits. Today, Qantas... Which is charging like a wounded bull for flights, announced a $1.4 billion profit for the six months to December 30. Coles and Woolworths, okay, so the Coles group increased profit by 17.1% to 643 million. But how much did they increase sales by? 4.1%. So the profit went up 17.1% in this high inflation environment. So well, I thought they had distribution problems and the cost of, you know, getting goods and everything. So they, had, they made 4.1% more sales and they increased profit by 17.1. Woolworths net profits after tax, 14% up to $907 million on a 4% sale increase. Something's not right here. Something is not right here. And I think I said this earlier in the show, I think you'll find this is going to become a big issue. The banks had record profits off the back of interest rate rises. So the question I'm asking is, who's paying the price for trying to stop inflation? It's just average households. It's you and I. It's people who've got mortgages. It's people who are paying the rent. But the profits of the big companies are going up and up and up and then being returned to shareholders by way of dividends. Now, I know it's a capitalist society, but Jim Chalmers was addicted to saying before the last federal election that there were levers, levers that could be pulled by Scott Morrison and his government. What levers? Levers They could pull this lever and that lever. And since he's got into government, he hasn't pulled one. He wouldn't, he wouldn't know where the lever was. The only lever is that, the RBA governor, old mate Philip Lowe, goes, I'll just put mortgages up. But he there's never any messaging from Philip Lowe about what else could happen. He doesn't have any other suggestion. He just puts out a statement about oh, what's happening with inflation and what their expectations and forecasts are and what they think they might need to do with interest rates. What well, is that all you got? So one sector of society is being belted and the rich are getting richer. As I said, it's a free market society. But right at the moment, I don't think it's very fair on certain sections of society. There's been another big company fall victim to hackers. The good guys confirmed today that private information belonging up to one and a half million customers has been stolen. The popular electronics retailer confirmed a large numbers of its customers had been exposed to the hacker for 18 months without anyone knowing. The data breach happened in August 21, but the electronics retailer said it only just became aware of it. Contact details of concierge members, including names, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses were compromised, along with some of the... Some of uh, the dates of birth and passwords. No personal ID documents or financial information such as driver's licenses, passport or credit card data is involved. The good guys is in the process of contacting those affected. So there you go. If you shopped at good guys and handed over your details... Some dude in a Russian gulag is all over you. Well, this is some good news at Red Hill. The hierarchy behind the Broncos have reportedly rubber-stamped a two-year contract extension for coach Kevin Walters in a $1 million coup for the club. Sorry, I'm not laughing at Kevy. (laughs) Everyone in here started laughing at my Russian gulag joke. Anyway, the Courier Mail is reporting that Kevi and the club bosses are now thrashing out key conditions like his salary and performance bonuses if Brisbane end up in the top eight, top four or snag a premiership. The whole agreement is expected to be formalised and announced at some point next week ahead of round one. The Broncos have their official season launch tonight, so I reckon they would have liked to have announced it there at the season launch because you always like a bit of an announcement at the season launch in front of the faithful. I'll tell you what, Peter Basaltis will be broadcasting live tonight for Wide World of Sports from the venue. And we're going to test out his outside broadcast kit on Brisbane Live at about 15 minutes to six. So we'll be chatting to Salty then.